serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I'm Gatos. Chad Benson. Hello. There's uh, our favorite uh, news anchor. She's fantastic. Oh, you're so nice. I was wondering if it was going to be me or someone else. It is you. Thank you. It is you. Thank you. Um, Becky Lynn, uh, we'll have another news flash in just a few minutes. So gas prices yesterday hit a record high in Arizona, $4.12. But today, oh, today, four thirty-one. That is a huge increase in gas prices. So we are here to help you. Uh, and uh, from what we understand, uh, we put uh, the wise man, Steve Zinsmeister, uh, on uh, on the case. And he's got... Five ways that we can save on gas. Five Why ways. Why we need to save on gas? Is something going on? Something is going on. But wow. these aren't just like the typical drive less, carpool to work. That's easy. Those are the easy ways to save on gas. Yeah, like you could work from home. That's how you save gas. We already know that stuff. We've got to get extreme now. These are now, the top five yeah. insane ways okay. to save and on you're gas. You're going to ask us what? If, we, if either of us would do, would do this... Yeah, I'll give you my top five, and okay. you just tell me if you think that's plausible. All right, all right. Here we go. The uh, insane ways to save gas. Listen, I'm up for anything. It's like the border, Chad. I'm up for. I'm up there anything about how to, you know, how to secure it. I'm just saying, even bad ideas aren't that terrible. All right, number five. <laughs> number five. Okay. Don't lurk for parking. Ooh. Oh, you know, like when you go to the mall or a store and you follow someone around slowly in your car waiting oh. for to get that perfect spot at the front of the store. Yeah. But the longer you lurk, the longer your car is on and idling and you're losing gas. That was me on Sunday when I took my wife to see the Batman. That's I, your problem. You're I, a lurker. I always we went to the I AMC. That, I, I, I tried to get the great parking place. But what I could have done is taken a really crappy spot. And actually walked for once. Your car would have been off for uh, a couple extra minutes. My goodness. You're man. calling this lurk for parking? Lurk. Lurking. Don't lurk for parking. Right, don't don't lurk. lurk for parking. I like to park far away. The walk is always good. Plus, it's, yeah, it's just easier to get your stuff in and out of the car. So you're good with this. Mm-hmm. I'd do this one. Becky Lynn, would you do that one? Don't Absolutely. lurk. Absolutely. For- All right. Absolutely. Wise man, you got something here. Okay. Okay. Don't lurk for parking. No lurking. Number four. All right. Always pay cash at the gas station. This is because some stations actually charge you extra for credit card transactions. Supposedly, a lot of stations do up to five cents per gallon. Okay. Yeah, I heard five or ten cents per gallon if you pay in cash. Yeah. So, now, and I don't carry cash around. Do you carry any cash around? Uh, I paid cash yesterday, but... Uh but not often do I have no. cash. Most people don't. Don't they have to post it, though, if there's a difference in the price? Yeah. It's usually car- companies that have their own credit cards. So, like, you know, Chevron and Shell that have their own, that uh-huh. they're going to give you a, a better deal. Ah. All right. So, let's say you can save five to ten cents a gallon when you pay in cash. That could cents. add up over time. And, well, like, I'm just doing the math quickly. Like, that's not worth it. It's like fifty cents every time you fill up a ten gallon tank. So it's like maybe a couple hundred a year. No, no, he's not doing that. And you got to walk in and pay. Uh, I and I googled this. Average about one dollar in savings each time you fill up a twelve gallon tank. So if you've got to fill up once a week, you're saving four dollars a month. 
That's not worth oh, it. Oh, no, no. That's, that's not worth it. it. I don't like that idea. I'm going to pay credit card. No paying in cash. All right. Well, here's where it gets insane. All right. Let's do it. All Number right. three. Three. All right. All right. Buy a lighter colored car. Eh, it doesn't matter out here. What? Yeah. In Arizona, it might not matter so yeah. much. But as you know, darker cars get hotter faster, needing more AC to cool them down. But when you're 143 outside, <laughs> right. it really doesn't matter at that point. All right. So if you have a black car, maybe trade it in for a white one. There so go. go downhill. Is the other or good silver. <laughs> Always just go downhill. Buy a lighter colored car. Yeah. All right. I'm not doing that it's one. It's an either. option. Becky, when are you doing that? You've got I'm a not. I have a white car anyway, so okay. I'm not. But think about that. You have to go to all the trouble of buying a car. You're going to refinance. You're going to. No, that no. is an insane idea. Yeah, all but right. over time, you know. The well, wise man uh, has done uh, his project today. This is he's come up with the the five most insane ways to save on gas. Yeah, I like the first one. When you're in a parking lot, just park. Stop driving around trying to find the best one. Uh, then we've got pay cash. You'll pay save cash, five to ten cents a gallon. You weren't thrilled by. Buy a lighter co- colored car. I don't like that. All right, we're to two and one. Number two. Number two. Okay. Don't turn left. Heard this. No. If you sit in the left <laughs> turn lane, that adds to your time that you're in your car and that it's idling. In fact, UPS did a study a couple of years ago, and they told their drivers to stop doing as many left turns. I remember that. They save 300 to $400 million a year and 10 million gallons per year what am, by not turning left. What am I supposed to do if i got to go left? What do I do? Turn right three times. Turn right three times? I can't believe that that would actually save you money. It actually saves you time, which therefore saves you money. Going around a huge block... To turn right three times rather than just waiting. Well, the whole thing left? is the whole thought process is if you're getting a left hand turn lane, unless you time it just right, you're going to probably be there through the light, if not another light. So if you can go, why don't we turn the car off? My car does that now. My car's got one of those yeah. weird things when we get there. Yes, it yeah, yeah. And mine, then it starts up again yeah. as soon as you. And I'm like, oh, the first time yeah. I was like, oh, my transmission's going out. <laughs> yeah, I think this is too. the kind of thing where, like, for us normal people who drive to work and pretty much that's it. <laughs> right. I don't think that helps us no. much, but for a company that does nothing but drive all day long, it adds up, yeah. I think. All right, uh, wise man, number one insane way to save gas. What do you got? Number one, remove the seats from your car. Oh, for crying out loud, oh, wise man. Extra Lord. weight adds to the drag. Lighter weight means more efficiency. Move seats. <sighs> Just take everything out. Car. It's like when they try to make the spaceship lighter, you know? Remove the seats from the car. I'm going to say no. Just get the junk out of your trunk. How about that? Oh, <laughs> junk out of the trunk. There you go, kid. That Are you way. telling people to lose weight? Is no, that what you're saying? No, I mean literally open the trunk oh, and take oh, out okay. all the, you know, people cart around water bottles and crates full of stuff. All right, all so. right. All right. Um, I don't like any of those except like the very the, first yeah, one. Yeah, I like the first one. By like the way, the one. breaking news, yeah. uh, the president... Uh, reached out to both Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates to have a chat. Both of them declined talking to him. They've already spoken to Putin, and they won't speak to him because they know you're only coming here because you want oil and you want anything to do with us. They'll they'll come to us. They'll uh, come back. Uh, they'll, they'll they'll do business with us. They I, may not do business with this cat. People are already coming after him. Uh, Who? Uh, uh, Biden yeah. yesterday because they thought about uh, he may talk to them or sit down with them, take a trip. And people were angry about that. Oh, poor you know, babies. Poor babies. Well, when it comes to money, I think maybe they'll they'll talk. All right. Coming up next. Coming up. It's time for five spot. We need five of you to call. We're going to put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. But here's the specifics. We want you to call us if you work for Uber, Lyft. DoorDash. What else do we have? Uber Eats. Delivery service. 
We're asking you to call. We need five of you to call. Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Uber Eats, 602-277-5827. We're going to ask you a very important question, and yes, it deals with gasoline. That's next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Parker & Sons Plumbing and Electrical, the two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. All right, at this time, uh, we do something called Five Spot. We ask you to call us. We put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. This time around, call us if you work for Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Uber Eats. Some sort of thing where you are driving for a living. 277-KTAR. One, two, three, four, five. Five Spot with Gatos and Chad. All right, gas prices went from 413 overnight to, I already forgot, 431. 431. Yeah. So what is it like to drive for Uber or DoorDash when gas prices are so high? Because you're paying your own for your own gasoline. Uh, so 277-KTAR, we want to know how many times per week do you fill up and how much are you losing money? Yeah. If you're if you're an Uber driver or if you're DoorDash, uh, Chad, who do we got? Who's caller number one? We'll take Fernando five in Desert Ridge. Fernando drives for Uber. All right, Uber. Yes, uh, gentlemen, how, how many how many times a week do you have to fill up? I fill up every day. I drive a Ford Expedition with a V8. Nice. Oh gosh, every day. All right, so every you're every single day. All right, how are you doing? Are you making any money? Are you breaking even? Are you are you not making money? What's the deal? It's definitely cut into my earnings because it's a big V8, you know, thirsty vehicle, and it's costing me right at about 100 to fill up. So my quota for me personally would normally be, you know, just a little over 200. I now have to try to make 300, and normally I would be doing a lot of driving, trying to find rides, but now I'm sitting and shutting her off and sitting there with the windows down waiting for a ride. Man, that's that is crazy. Are you thinking of uh, bailing? Are you thinking of saying I'm not going to Uber for a while now? I'm going to do something different. I'm probably going to weather the storm. I've been doing this for a little over four and a half years. Okay, I've been out here during the whole COVID mess, and I'm probably going to try. I, my wife, she has a Prius, so if it gets really bad, I'll jump in the Prius. But I prefer to be in the expedition because XL money, more money. That's what I'm oh, talking about, yeah. baby. Plus, it's a Prius, so it's yeah. not like people are like, oh, she got an electric car. Electric car. When, we, when I hear people say that, it's like, you want a Tesla. Like, nobody wants to drive a Prius. He fills up every day. Fills up every day, man. She's got a Prius. He's got a V8. Uh, Jimmy and uh, Tolson. All right, uh, Jimmy, you drive for Uber, correct? Yes, I do. 7,000 rides over seven years. Congratulations. Let you. me tell you what you got. You got to be on our show. <laughs> that was that for a prize. <laughs> That's not I, good. I love you guys from, especially you, Gatos from Jersey. Oh, you're a Jersey oh. guy. Okay, good, good. All right. So, All right. how how are you filling up every day? Like our last caller, um, filling up every other day. Okay. Are you making money? Um, I, are you are you in the pot? Are uh, you in you know? Are you making positive it, figures? It's dwindling. When you make you, it costs you. You make you do about two point four miles for every dollar you make from Uber. Okay. Um. So it's dwindling little by little. Uber had lowered the prices back several years ago based on the amount of the fuel prices had gone down. Yeah. They had gone down about two dollars. Well, they have not at any point raised the the fare. 
since they went up. So yeah, fifty eight well, cents a mile. Oh man, that's uh, that's a tough one, man. Appreciate your call, uh, Heather and Mesa. All right, well, who do you drive yeah. for? Uh, I actually have a side hustle with Grubhub. Grubhub. All right. Okay. How many times do you fill up a week? Uh, I usually only fill up once a week because I do it like after my regular job. Okay. But now I'm super discriminate about what orders I take. Uh, you don't have to take every one. It's got to be worth it for you. So, yeah. It, right. Like, it, I'll do the math. Okay, how far away? How much am I making? It has to make sense. You, you ever ever eat anybody's fries? No, God, no. <laughs> I just won't. <laughs> All right. All right. So it's profitable for you still because even though gas prices are high, you're still making a profit. Yeah. Right, or I just won't do it. Or you won't so do it. So I'm not like I'm not your perfect. That's okay. Demographic no, it's okay. No, it's, right. it's okay. Living, no, that's that's what we wanted though. That's what a lot of people are doing. Appreciate your call. Uh, five spot. We put you on the spot about a story everybody's talking about: gas prices. What is it like to work for Uber or Lyft or DoorDash? We're finding out now. Call or four. Uh, Steve in Glendale, you uh, are a grocery distributor. Correct. All right. Uh, how many times are you filling up in a week? Three times. All right. Uh, are you profitable? Are you making money or losing money? Still, still making money. Okay, but uh, I have a big old uh, twenty five hundred diesel, and it's one hundred and seventy dollars to fill this tank oh. three times a week. So I'm now, looking at over five hundred dollars in fuel bill, and I'm in the same you know same issue as like Mission Tortilla, uh, potato chips, um, bread guys. You know, we're all independent distributors, so. Are you it's passing that? Taking a bite out of our profits. Are you passing some of that on to the to the customers, or are you just eating that? No, right no, now? no. I'm no. I'm like the middleman, so I'm just I'm just a delivery guy. So I buy the product from like Pepperidge Farm, and then I sell it to the grocery store. So the cust the, the price is not passed on to the customer. I don't set those prices. All right. Oh, gotcha. All right, my man. Appreciate that. Last uh, one. Last Call one. Five. Mark in Goodyear. Uh, UPS driver, Mark. Hey, yes, I am. Great. Uh, so I fill up. I drive a lot. I, I drive a lot across town. I fill up 20 to 30 gallons every single day. Thank God the cost of it's not coming out of my pocket. Right. You're not paying for it's, that gas. No, I'm not. But it's unbelievable. Ever since COVID hit, we are busier than busy can be, along with the Amazon guys and I even caught myself, which I never order anything online, the last three or four days, ordering stuff that I would normally drive to the store to go get. Do you only turn right? Online. <laughs> you only turn right? No, that is, that is, that is false. Okay. okay. Make All sure right. That. Thanks, Mark. All right, my man. Be safe yeah. out there. It's interesting what he said there. we got to run here, but it's interesting what he said there. Uh, I've ordered stuff to my house so I didn't have to drive and get it. That's really interesting, right? It, well, of course. I mean, you're doing everything you can now to save. If somebody else can do it for yeah. you and you could save because of them, do it. That was Five Spot. Thanks for all the calls. Now you know what it's like to be an Uber or Lyft, a DoorDash, or Uber Eats driver. Coming up next, we're going to take you out to a train station in Poland where many Ukrainian refugees are headed. You're going to get some of uh, you know their stories, and some of these stories are tough, but you're going to hear it next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. So the war in Ukraine, Putin's war, as President Biden is calling it, 2 million people have left Ukraine 
in less than two weeks since Russia invaded, and half of them are children, kids that are walking by themselves from Ukraine all the way to Poland. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. We are going to speak to someone right now in Poland who is watching some Ukrainian refugees get off of a train, and she's got their stories for us to hear. Uh, and as uh, Dela Quatera is joining us live from uh, Poland, so uh, give us the mood there at this moment in time, especially at night, which seems to be the worst time of the night uh, with all the attacks. It's tense, and, and it's been overwhelming um, to watch these people all day tuning in. You know, I was at, at a, a border crossing earlier today. That's where people were literally taking their first steps into Poland. So they would leave Ukraine, headed to a Polish border guard station, and then come out and, and walk into Poland where they were greeted with uh, tents, offering them, you know, a warm meal, maybe coffee, tea, some clothes if they needed it. And then they were loaded onto buses and taken to a refugee welcome center a little further away. That, uh, the way it was explained to me, was set up at the equivalent of a Walmart, so a big store here uh, that has now been turned into a refugee center. So there was one area where there were rows and rows of beds set up and, and blankets put on those beds where people could take a rest because in some cases, you know, they've had these really long, harrowing journeys, taking trains for, for hours, days, you know, walking on foot for, for miles. So there was an area where they could rest. There was also a medical tent for anyone who might need some kind of, you know, medical care. The really interesting part of it, there was an area where volunteers were being paired up with refugees. So we've all seen those images of people, whether it's the Polish people or people from other parts of Europe, coming to either offer a room, a place to stay, or a ride to other parts of Poland or other parts of Europe. So there was an area in this refugee center where those volunteers were being uh, paired up with uh, refugees. So I actually witnessed a French man who was there with his son, they were offering a ride back uh, to France, and so they had a, a French flag on their shirt, and they were trying to find uh, uh, refugees who wanted to go to France, and they were teamed up with a young woman who was there with her younger brother. Uh, their parents had stayed behind in Ukraine, and so she was trying to get to her sisters in France, and they were going to be uh, heading off. It was a two-day journey to, to France, um, but just one example of you know how these volunteers are being teamed up with refugees. And as De La Katera is joining us from Poland, where she's watching watching refugees, Ukrainian refugees, get off a train. Is there a story of a family or a kid that kind of just broke your heart as you watched it happen? Yeah, I mean, so there were two groups of people I spoke with today that kind of stayed with me. So there was one, it was it was two young moms um, who had traveled together to, to not be alone. So they had two young kids each, so a group of four total. One of them was pregnant. They were, uh, you know, talking about how they didn't really know where they were going to be going. And I asked them about, you know, they, they talked about how their, their husbands had stayed behind to fight. And that's what we're seeing, you know, it's women and children and the men are having to stay behind. Um, and I asked them how they were going to explain to their kids, you know, what was happening. And, and and she teared up and, and just couldn't bring herself. She, she you know she 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 said she didn't know and and that you know the kids are scared and that how do you explain to a kid that the dad has to stay behind and and that there's a war going on. So I think that's been um, really challenging to see these moms trying to to do the best they can for their kids, but you know in, in the most dire circumstances. Um, and then uh, another interesting uh, person I spoke with was a, a man. So he was actually an older man who, who was allowed to leave because the older people are, are being allowed to leave. He came from the region of Donetsk, which obviously has been seeing pretty intense fighting since 2014. I asked him if he you know, ever thought it would come to this. And you know, despite having seen all this fighting, he said never. And he got choked up talking about how Russians and, and Ukrainians are one people, that they're the Slavic people and that they're like brothers and that they shouldn't be fighting and that really broke his heart so 
yeah, lots of emotion here. It's, it's overwhelming. How are the Polish people taking this? Because uh, I watch people, uh, I follow a couple of people for the last several months, actually, who are both, you know, uh, Ukrainian and Russian. And the Ukrainian people that have gotten over to Poland seem to say the Polish people are taking it well and doing everything they can to help. But you never know in situations like this. Are they feeling like they're welcoming people and doing everything they can? Or is it starting to get tense? So, so far, it's, it's stayed uh, really welcoming. And we're really seeing the, the Polish people welcoming these refugees with open arms. I spoke to one man today who was a hotel owner who's basically shut down his hotel. He's not taking any paying guests. He's only taking refugees. He was uh, Ukrainian himself. He's been in Poland for eight years now, I believe. So, uh, you know, just one example of, of someone going, uh, you know, above and beyond to, to help these refugees. Inez uh, Delacuatera, live uh, from Poland. Uh, she's working for ABC News. We appreciate you coming on today and be safe out there. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. All right. Great perspective. Uh, it is sad to see and, and hear what is happening out there with the humanitarian crisis. All right. Coming up next, uh, you can forget about inflation. It's all about shrinkflation. And I think some of you know exactly what that is, and you're feeling it when you go to the grocery store. We'll talk about it next. The Gatos and Chat. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Serious. Gas prices are high. How'd the stock market do today? Anybody? Uh, yeah. I know Becky Lynn just read it, but it's I... down a little bit. Was it down it was a nothing, little? Nothing, you know, it's down 184. Wasn't huge, but down still. Okay. Yeah. 184, uh, it was down. Uh, inflation is crazy, and now we've got something uh, that we, we, we knew, we kind of knew. It's called shrinkflation. Shrink. Flashing. Yeah. So what is uh, what is what is what is this? If you feel like you've opened up some of your favorite grocery store products and there's less inside. You're not alone. A lot of people are commenting on this. And here's the other thing. You're probably not wrong because, yes, we are experiencing shrinkflation. All right. Inflation versus shrinkflation. Okay. Inflation is when they increase the prices. Shrinkflation is when companies decrease the amount of food inside. They keep the price the same to try to keep customers coming back. But what they don't realize is that there's actually less inside. Less food inside. You're paying the, the, the price of, well, you're paying more for less. Yeah. And reality is they can't even really do that anymore. How so? Because inflation is, you know, everything is hitting inflation. The packaging Think about oil as part of so much of the packaging, plastics, things of that nature. So you're going to see a little bit. Now, the whole thing is to make it seem like, oh, I'm only paying a little bit more. The packaging's still the same, but then you find out that there's only four Dorito chips instead of (laughs) seven. Seven, yeah. And a giant blow-up as big as you can bag. Yeah, it's wise man Steve Zinsmeister. We put you on the... uh on on the job of give us an example. What do you got? So it's being reported that Procter and Gamble's Charmin Ultra Soft toilet paper, oh no, the eighteen count mega package, it now has two hundred and forty four two ply sheets, which is down from two hundred and sixty four. You probably don't feel the twenty oh, feel sheet it. difference, but over time and with how much they produce, imagine how much toilet paper they're saying. Oh, yeah. it's it's totally one of those things where uh, again they're looking at that and somebody is a bean counter and said, if we cut this thing by twenty one, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll maximize our profit and not have to change anything. So what you're telling me is I'm getting twenty less squares. Yes. See, but that might make sense. If I'm going to the store, get a bidet and buying all that food, and there's less food in it, meaning it goes through me, 
and I don't need those 20 squares. It's possible. See? It's possible. See how I brought it back? To, did that make sense? Also being reported, Keebler <laughs> cookies. Uh-oh, those oh. elves. You'd never trust an elf. No, I agree. Chips Deluxe with M&M's package yeah. has gone down to 9.75 from a previous 11.3 ounce. That's never an trust outrage. An elf. You That's never, an outrage. ever trust an elf. That's an outrage. Ever. So I'm getting less cookies. Gatorade bottles oh. down to 28 fluid ounces from 32. Oh, God. And, um, it's all happening now. All right. So we've got Gatorade. How am I going to play sports? I drink Gatorade. Gatorade is thirsty. For that deep down body thirst. Whoa. All right. So we got cookies. We're getting less cookies. Yep. We're getting less Gatorade. We're getting 20 less squares of... Uh, toilet paper. Toilet paper. Charmin. I found this one. Take a listen. General Mills, they decreased the amount in their family size box of cereal by about an ounce. Now, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it is, and it really adds up. You lost an ounce. An ounce. You say, well, what's an ounce? What's an ounce? Well, one ounce is one bowl of cereal. It's a lot. Think of how many millions and tens of millions of boxes General Mills sells of cereals every year. So that one little ounce less that you get is really big bucks for the manufacturer. All of them are sneaky ways to pass on a price increase. Uh, they're all screwing us, man. Yeah, you're getting it. Your price may not go up that much, but you're going to find out you're paying a little bit more and get a little bit less, which adds up to it's going up and it sucks. Uh, can't we? Isn't there a name for that? Isn't that something marketing or false marketing or, or false advertising? False advertising. No, because I don't think they're probably doing anything illegal. They're probably actually telling you by putting it on the packaging. Yeah, but how many people read zero the ounces or None. the total Nobody that they're getting until yeah. you realize. What's wrong with this package? Where's all my chips? Yeah. Right. And then you look in there and go, oh. No. Yeah. Or you got to go back to the store and get more. And buy more. Oh, for crying out loud. We can't catch a break. No, no. Because of autocrats and communists. This is a problem. It's right? China hard. screwed us. Yep. Putin's screwing everybody screwing right everybody. now. Screwing uh, everybody. And it, this, is not getting, this is not getting better anytime soon, especially with gas prices, potentially. God only knows. You go to bed at night, and you're like, oh, oil's at 130 bucks. God, I hope it stays there. Tomorrow you wake up, it's at 147. You're like, sweet mother of goodness. <laughs> I know, man. I think I think it's gonna be it's gonna be like this for for the the foreseeable gonna, future. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. Although the the uh, one of the big energy groups got together and they said, "Look, this isn't gonna last forever, but you're gonna feel it, and yeah. it might be through the end of this year that we we hover in and around four bucks." Yeah, and President Biden has cut off Russia. No more oil from Russia. That's eight percent of the oil that we receive. He has talked to Venezuela. You said that Saudi Arabia is not taking the United Emirates both talked okay. to Putin, but would not talk to us. Oh, not working out well. How dare they? How dare you, people? How dare you? It's Gatos and uh, Chad Show.